Time for Heads Up Monday to get you some of the big events coming up in the week. Joining us here to help us out with this is Kim Soo Hyun. Good morning. Good morning, Henry. We're going to start with the industrial accident bill, uh, which has been, and we're going to talk much more in detail about this later on, but it has been one of the main items on the agenda for the ruling DP this Mm. year. What is the progress on that? The ruling DP held a first subcommittee legislation and judiciary meeting to review the Industrial Act Bill um, last Thursday, but ended with no conclusion, so it will resume tomorrow. All the relevant ministries have been asked to reach an agreement and submit it to the committee by the 28th, which is today, so that the committee can have an in-depth discussion and finalize the bill review in the upcoming meeting. The main opposition party, PPP, has set to agree to the legislation but didn't show up at the last meeting. Its floor leader, Chu Ho-young, insists on removing the risk of excessive implementation to protect innocent people um, facing the punishment. The ruling DP is expected to hold several subcommittee meetings in the following days to pass the law by January 8th, which is the due date for the extraordinary parliamentary session. When the law gets passed, it's likely that the committee will implement it in gradual stages, according to the sizes of workplaces as discussed in the first subcommittee meeting. Right. And again, we'll talk about this in much more detail in the second hour, but uh, too many deaths have occurred uh, in the workplace. Mm -hmm. But the concern on the corporate side is that if it's too excessive, that kind of prevents them from uh, actually being able to uh, conduct their businesses efficiently. Uh, So uh, we'll address that later. Let's talk to our let's talk about our next issue here. Mm -hmm. It's good news for those who want to uh, commute commute through the uh, Dongbu Expressway gets congested there. They're going to open up a third lane on that road. Right. The Dongbu Expressway, which is notorious for traffic congestion in the morning commute, is likely to have more rooms from this Wednesday. The Dongbu Expressway has been operating three-lane roads in both directions from Uijongbu to Sangye Bridge intersection since the end of the last year. The Songsu-bound lanes from Wolge First Bridge Interchange to Uijongbu will now also have a three-lane road with the opening of Dobong Underground Road and Choansan Underground Road this Wednesday. The traffic congestion in the Dongbu Expressway is likely to improve with the forthcoming opening and expansion. Yep. And so uh, once uh, we're through this pandemic and we have a lot more people actually uh, out there driving, um, hopefully uh, that will ease that uh, typical uh, congestion that we see during commute hours. Another big thing here, people who test positive for COVID-19, you often feel sorry for them because their entire lives get upended. Mm. They're treated like a pariah. And often, right. sometimes you even get some accusations of what, what was wrong with you? What did you do wrong? <laughs> You're now able to get your treatment at peace. The government is announcing that you will not have your personal information disclosed if you get infected. Tell us more. Mm. Starting, starting from this Wednesday, all personal details of those infected with COVID-19 will remain in absolute confidentiality. Until now, the government has been sharing some bits of personal information such as gender, age group and the area of the person's residence, etc. for the purpose of tracing, for instance, like a male in the 60s living in so-and-so dong. But even with such small pieces of information, some people had managed to identify the patients and discriminate 
against them somehow. So now the government uh, has made a partial amendment to the current enforcement ordinance involving infectious disease prevention. Under this revision, no personal information, including patient's name, of course, gender, his age, and the specific address. So basically, any piece of information that could give the slightest hint or help infer the infected will not be shared publicly in any circumstances. I think initially the intention was just for contact tracing and just to mm. keep yourself socially distanced to know that, okay, there was an infection here, Correct. it was this kind of individual, and so just beware and then maybe, you know, uh, come to authorities if you feel you might have to be uh, tested for infection. But if you make it like this, then inevitably, like let's say uh, a young woman in her 20s wearing mm. a beige uh, sweater, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, with, with long, blonde hair, long, long brown hair, if I see you, then I'll be, oh my right. gosh, this person's infected and I'm going to treat you differently. And that's what they're trying to avoid here. Mm. Uh, with this new provision. We're going to talk about some corporate news now here, Suhyun. The uh, Samsung Electronics conglomerate, the vice chairman, Lee Jae-yong, is set to attend a court hearing this week. Uh, What is this going to be about? Mm. So um, there's going to be a final hearing of an influence peddling case involving uh, Samsung Electronics and Lee Jae-yong this Wednesday. This will be the 10th hearing after the Supreme Court reversed and remanded the case last year. So to give a little bit of a background information, earlier this month, the court indicated that the expert assessment of the Samsung internal compliance monitoring system would affect Lee's sentencing. Therefore, in the ninth hearing last week, special prosecution and legal representatives of Lee argued based on the expert's analysis of Samsung's internal monitoring system. Lee's side said the internal internal compliance system is efficient, sincere and sustainable, and it would improve the three points raised by the expert. But the special prosecution, on the other hand, maintained that Lee should be sentenced to at least five years in prison. They also pointed out that the internal compliance system lacks an institutional mechanism to prevent crimes by its group leader. So the court will take both sides into account in the hearing. The verdict is expected around late January or early February next year. People will have different opinions as to whether uh, Lee Jae-yong is guilty or not guilty or should be punished or not punished. But I think Mm. most people have an idea that the courts are probably not going to be ruling against Lee in a dramatic way. I think that cynicism uh, still remains and it does not seem... It does not perceive to be likely that uh, he will suffer mm. a, a very, very harsh uh, jail term. Mm. Let's talk about our final story. The Korean stock market uh, 2020 was a very dramatic year for the stock market. <laughs> and uh, in more ways than one, it will be told uh, for years to come. That market is set to close on the 31st. Tell us more. Right. So all markets for stocks, equity derivatives and foreign exchange in Korea will be closed on New Year's Eve, according to the Korea Exchange and Seoul Foreign Exchange Market Committee. The markets will open on January 4th, next Monday. There will be a slight change to the trading hours, though. The opening time will be delayed by an hour from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., while the closing time will remain the same at 3.30 p.m. on this day. Yeah, and it was... uh a year where you thought the markets would completely collapse because of the pandemic, but then these individual investors here in Korea really kind of got on board and uh, tried to use the market as their own investment vehicle and uh, partially uh, credited with its rise uh, to record levels that we see right now. <laughs> Suyeon, thank you so much for joining us. Always appreciate the reporting. We look forward to more from you next week. Thank you. We'll be back in the second hour after another check of traffic and weather.